We know you can't get enough of your favorite flavors. Luckily, Kroger Free Pickup makes it easy to grab what you need without any surprise fees. Whether it's extra buns for the barbecue or those chips you just can't quit, start your cart with the Kroger app. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability. It's the big $10 sale, so mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, curious minds out there in our ever-expanding radio land. Welcome to CC with BB. Connecting with coincidence with Dr. Bernie Biteman, MD. That's me. This is the only radio station in the world, a radio show in the world, dedicated to the study of coincidences, synchronicity, and serendipity. We are coming to you through the X Zone Broadcast Network, located in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and broadcasting all over the world. One of the most important questions for modern science and all humanity is the relationship between mind and brain. Does brain produce consciousness or does the greater consciousness produce the brain? I'm a psychiatrist. I study this question in my office. I help people with medications and psychotherapy. I work in both brain and mind. And you need your mind to recognize a coincidence and your brain to talk about it. Coincidences alert us to the mysterious hiding in plain sight. In other words, coincidences alert us to possible causal connections not recognized by modern science. Synchronicity, spoken here. Put connecting with coincidence, the phrase connecting with coincidence, in your search engine, and you'll find my book, my Psychology Today blog, my website, and my social media sites. And by the way, would you like to know how sensitive to coincidences you are? Go to my website and take the weird coincidence survey. In, our, in recent previous radio shows, we talked about various explanations for coincidences. We talked about Jung's approach, uh, which involved archetypes and unus mundus, and other metaphysical ideas that are a bit hard to grasp. And we talked about Paul Kammerer recently, uh, a, Viet a Viennese botanist who invented the term seriality as another view of coincidences and tried to explain coincidences, his seriality, in terms of the science of the present time, which was about 1919. John Townley, uh, whom I interviewed uh, last time, is trying to develop a continuing effort to explain coincidences with modern science. Today we talk about another 
major way of thinking about explanations for coincidences, religion. Our guest today will talk about, with me, about the place of religion and how we can think about explanations for coincidences. I did a, a bunch of uh, survey research um, about coincidences, and one of the interesting findings we had was about people who thought of themselves as highly religious, and these were mostly Christians in our population, and they reported that they saw many coincidences more than normal, more than people who did not describe themselves as religious. They saw coincidences in work and school, but when it came to interpersonal connections like telephone coincidences, like thinking of someone and that person calls, they were not any different from those people who did not declare themselves as religious, which meant that coincidences got things done for religious people, but seemed to not connect them any more frequently to others. The stories in uh, the holy books of world religions sometimes involve coincidences. Remember how the Red Sea parted just when the Israelites got to it and closed down just as the Egyptian pursuers got to its shores? That's a coincidence. How do we explain it? I believe our guest today, Ken, Ken Devinus, will have something to say about that and some of the other possible explanations about coincidences that we find in the holy books and particular, particularly in Christianity and the Bible. Ken got a BA in psychology, counseling, and an MBA in human resources from the University of Toronto and is currently president of Accord Resolution Services, Toronto, a human resource management consultant. He's the author of Human Resources for the Church, Applying Corporate Practices in a Spiritual Setting. And he's very active in Christian missions and service. Ken has a perspective on coincidences that we have not approached yet in these in these radio shows so how he thinks about the manner in which religion god and particularly christianity's approach to coincidences play out will be are, are the major focus of what we talk about today when people talk about coincidences and say there are no coincidences one of the ways they can do that is by saying there is a cause. And when there's a cause of what we look at as a coincidence, then we can say it is no longer a coincidence. And I believe Ken might be taking that perspective as we uh, approach our, our next segment with him, trying to be able to get some clarity in the manner in which religion and coincidences relate to each other. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, 
Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? I'm Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and on The Secret to Everything, we will merge the practical with open investigation into all realms of the mysterious. We will talk to cutting-edge alternative health practitioners, those who inspire and motivate you in business and life, and of course, we will share stories of the paranormal, conspiracy, and cryptozoology. You will transform because of the frequency I carry, the frequencies my guests carry. Life may never be the same after you listen to this program. For the secret to everything is for you, the listener. For those who desire more in every area of their lives and believe that it can still be found. Listen and discover thesecrettoeverything.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, 
every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an eight-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back to Connecting with Coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. That's me, the only show in the world dedicated to the study and discussion of coincidences. And today we have the delight of talking with a man who comes to us with a strongly religious perspective, a Christian perspective, on how to understand coincidence. Welcome to our program, Ken. Thank you. It's good to be here. Would you please tell us uh, about an outstanding coincidence of yours? Love to. Um, a few years ago, I decided to take early retirement. I had informed uh, the company about three months earlier of my last day, which corresponded nicely with a milestone for pension purposes. It was to be a Friday. During that period, I started looking for what else I might do. I was still young and still am and ended up being second choice for a job that I was pursuing. On the Thursday prior to my last day at my original employer, the senior vice president of the company that I had once pursued called me and said she had made a mistake in her selection. They had let their first choice go, and she wondered how soon would I be able to start. I told her Monday morning. I think many would call that a coincidence. I'm not so sure I would uh, call it strictly a coincidence. Well, how do you define coincidence, and how is it not strictly a coincidence? Well, I think a coincidence in in my books would be something that one cannot explain from a human perspective, at least, or from a logical perspective as to why two things happen, one pursuit of the other. And... um, If I don't explain it as a coincidence, my only other choice is to say that there was some other kind of um, entity or uh, effect at play. And that, um, in in fact, later on in your book, you call that the God mystery. So I would uh, tend to lean more towards the God mystery. Yeah, uh, that's that's really the fun of these coincidences is if we can't explain it, in our usual terms, the logic or modern science uh, or the conventional kinds of explanations we have uh, access to, then it becomes uh, a mystery of some kind. And we're open then to guess about what the explanation might be. And this is mystery. We The, the coincidence you had was the, the perfect timing of the job offer right when you uh, were finishing your previous job. That that's what struck you the most. It's like uh, you were walking along and it looked like there was a cliff coming up and instead there was a bridge to another uh, an, another job. And that was very impactful for you. Uh, and the timing of it made it even more uh, of, a, of impact on you. Correct. I, I think at face value, uh, most of us would agree that I was very fortunate to have that opportunity or or second chance at this new company and promotion. 
In fact, precisely at that point in time, I was leaving my former employer. Here comes this opportunity. I didn't miss a day of work. Now, if you put everything together, many of us would see that uh, there's certain facts that had occurred. I was leaving a B. I had wanted this other job before and C. Uh, their first hire did not work out as well as could have been expected. And so here are three independent circumstances that somehow were aligned so beautifully in time. And that is, this is sheer coincidence helped by minor action steps that I was taking, thinking of retiring from the company, looking for other employment, interviewing recently with a company, with a second company, and then being their, uh, their original second choice, not to mention the fact that their first candidate was not suitable. So... We had done certain things. There's action required. But at the same time, bringing all those things together, that's pure coincidence. Now, just want to go back a minute here, Bernie, if I could, or Dr. B, as you're so lovingly called. I love that. Um, I just want to go back a minute to this concept of coincidence. It is not that as a faith-based person, uh, I don't accept coincidence. I, I think we all call coincidence what it is as you've well, very well explained it. I think where we go is we identify the cause behind that coincidence. Still call it a coincidence, but I would call it a God mystery coincidence, whereas others may call it something else. Um, and how does that relate to uh, the God winks of Squire Rushnell? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I have not studied that in great detail, but in terms of God winks, I would say that... Um, yeah, God does wink, and God does, um, does in fact, um, allow certain things to happen um, because he wants to, and that's his prerogative. I, I'm not so sure that I'm getting at what you want, but I, I do believe that God does wink, and, and if you could tell me a little bit more about his premise, uh, I, can, I, I can relate to it better. Uh, the premise is pretty simple. Uh, it, most of what uh, Squire Rushnell has done is excellent research uh, to kind of ver to verify the validity of some of the stories that he's got. And he's got lots of stories. Right. Um, he does not go into anything more than what so far I'm hearing from you is that when you can't explain it in conventional terms, then it's a God-created uh, event. Okay. If that's what he means by God winks, there are certain things that we just can't create. We can't we can't create an answer for we can't come up with a logical answer for from our perspective. Now, maybe people with higher knowledge, greater education, more study, more research can. But for the common man, I can't explain it any other way. And yeah. so that's yeah. important it, to me. It, it allows us by saying God did it in some form. It, it allows us the comfort of being able to explain it. Um, okay, if it, it, I'm, I'm not so sure I'm looking for comfort, because to me, uh, that, that comes after the fact. I'm, I'm going at it with a purpose that God does, in fact, uh, care for me. Um, so to, to someone who believes in a divine supreme being that sincerely cares for the welfare of his creations, it's more than mere coincidence. It's an indication of the plans that God says he has for us. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah, Chapter 29, verse 11 says that God said, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans for welfare and not for calamity to give you a future and a, and a hope. And that clearly was the case for me. Here was a situation where I believe that God had every intention 
to give me that new experience for future use, uh, an experience that I'm using now incredibly in, in my own practice and in my own business to ensure that I would not go unemployed for any period of time. And in fact, getting a job so soon allowed me to have an incredible double income for two years, the early retirement salary continuation from the old employer and the new compensation from the new one. And, and he wanted to see what I would do with that extra, those extra funds. So I, I call that divine providence. So some people turn to God to explain the unexplainable. I start with God, and I know that he's taking care of the unexplainable. Yeah, that's, there's two ways that I think we can, I can look at this. One is that you know God is looking out for you, so that when you see something like this happen, it's a confirmation of your feeling belief that God is looking out for you, or your knowing that God is looking out for you, which right. is what I think the way you think about it. Yeah. And for, for me, uh, it's, that's a hypothesis. Um, there is no argument. There, I, 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 I love being in this position where I cannot argue against uh, final causes. Uh, if right. God, if God is the final cause, there's no argument with you about that. I am looking. I look for intermediate causes before I go to uh, the more mysterious ones, where I can't really understand and say, "Okay, I don't really know what happened here," and we can come up with a lot of different possibilities. But before right. we continue with that, uh, what kind of impact would it had on you if you had gotten the set that job offer, say, three weeks later, rather than right when you were finishing the other one? Well, then, of course, we turn to another whole topic, and that is the whole issue of God's timing. You know, God's never late in, in my concept. And, 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 of course, just me talking like this, Bernie, also uh, raises the other issue of this whole discussion and this whole issue and any differences that we may have, and they're just, they're just minor ones, uh, is, is based on the premise of whether you and or I or anybody else believes in the existence of a divine creator. If we do not, then again, there's no argument that I can have against anybody that doesn't believe in that. We don't have the, right, the same right. basis, same foundation. But right. if I believe there is a God, then I have to look at at what what are some of his characteristics as I understand them from the reading of scripture. And then I say, okay, three weeks later, God, there was a purpose why uh, you allowed me to be three weeks without a job. In this case, it wouldn't have been that bad because, you know, I was still getting paid and I was going to take some time to think my life over. Uh, God didn't allow that to happen. He said, no, here's your next step. Here's your here's your next assignment if you choose to accept it kind of deal. I asked the question because the impact on on you or just generally people in a, in a coincidence like this is much stronger when there's more simultaneous uh, convergence of the two elements of the coincidence rather than when there's a three week or so uh, separation between the right. two. Right. Right. That's an interesting point. Yes. And I would agree with that. All right. Uh, what, what I hear, what I hear your, your thinking is, is that uh, you use coincidences almost to confirm God's involvement in your life and a way to appreciate God's involvement in your life? Uh, I certainly use coincidences. Uh, again, as a faith-believing person, I, I don't need anything to confirm God's involvement in my life. Okay. However, I oh, do good, good, good point, good point. Okay, I do use, I do use coincidences to be able to testify 
to God's involvement in my life. Ah, and when you do the testifying, I think this is important. Um, do you talk about God as a Christian God, or you talk about God as a God for all religions? Oh, now, now we're really getting into something. Uh, when I talk about God, I, I talk about God the Creator. Uh, as I understand God, um, obviously it's from a Christian perspective. And so if I were talking to a someone from a different religion, whether it be a Hindu or a Buddhist or a Muslim or even a Jew, probably when I talk to a Jew, I would be talking about the same God. It's just that, you know, Jewish people have stopped with the Old Testament and have not continued on to the New Testament. However, when I'm talking to others, I don't make a point of saying, hey, this God is different from your God, although I do believe that he is. That's my personal belief. Uh, but I try to tell them about my God and how my God has taken care of me and perhaps ask them how their God has taken care of them. That would be a point of asking questions and trying to build a relationship with them. Very good. Uh, that... That distinction among and between religions um, is really important to me when I think about it because uh, I, I see that in some ways coincidences are used to support a particular religious view uh, when, when some people talk about it. It's a, it's a way of confirming, let's say, a Christian perspective uh, on uh, on the world and the and the way God interacts with the world, but we'll continue. We'll con with we'll continue with this very very interesting and compelling discussion uh, with Ken Godevinus uh, in our next segment as we talk about God, religion, and coincidences. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.x.
xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere, Florida. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine such as hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a Southern Flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining rooms can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you visit, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best. Welcome back to CC with BB, Connecting with Coincidence. Well, our guest today is Ken Godevinus, uh, talking about a Christian perspective, a religious perspective, a God perspective on coincidences, a very, very important perspective on trying to explain. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. 
It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Uh, these common events in everybody's life. Ken, it's, it's a pleasure talking to you about these distinctions among how people think of God from different religious perspectives. It's good to be here. Could you give us some examples from the scripture that I, I, I would consider a coincidence and you would consider a God thing? Okay, uh, I, I'm going to try. Let's see where we can go. Let me say uh, first that the word coincidence is only used once in the Bible. Huh. And in, interestingly enough, that was used by Jesus himself when he was teaching the parable of the Good Samaritan. Huh. Uh, there's a website that your uh, listeners and others may want to go to. It's called uh, GodQuestions.org, and it has a lot to say about coincidence in the scriptures. God question, G-O-T, GodQuestions.org. But let's let's look to scripture itself. In Luke 10, chapter 10, verse 31, Jesus said, And by a coincidence, a certain priest was going down in that way, and having seen him, he passed over on the opposite side. The word coincidence is translated from the Greek word synkirian, which is a combination of two words, sun and kyrios. Sun means, S-U-N, means together with, and kyrios means supreme in authority. So a biblical definition of coincidence would be, quote, what occurs together by God's providential arrangement of circumstances. So I found that to be quite interesting as, as we look at coincidence here and as you look at coincidence in your research. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. God, would, go ahead. Would you, would you, would you do that the definition again from the Greek, please? Sure. Uh, again, the word uh, coincidence in the Greek is syn, S-Y-N-K-Y-R-I-A-N, synkirian, which is a combination of the words sun and kirios. Sun meaning together with uh, the pronoun, I guess, for together with, and kyrios meaning supreme in authority, Lord, Master, what have you. So a biblical definition of coincidence would be, quote, what occurs together by two things occurring together by God's providential arrangement of circumstances. So Good. That, Good. Thank you. Okay. Godquestions.org continues. What appears to us as random chance is in fact overseen by a sovereign God who knows the number of hairs on every head, Luke 12 chapter 12, verse 7, Jesus said that not even a sparrow falls to the ground without our Father's notice, and we have several references for that, Matthew 10, 29, for example. Back in the Old Testament, in Isaiah 46, 9 to 11, God states unequivocally that he is in charge of everything. I am God, and there is none like me, he says. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please. From the east, I summon a bird of prey. From a far off land, a man to fulfill my purpose. What I have said, that I will bring about. What I have planned, that I will do. So when we consider life events, we tend to classify them as important or unimportant. 
And many people have problems believing that God is in charge of the big things. Uh, sorry, have no problems believing that God's in charge of the big things, but assume that such a big God would not trouble himself with the seemingly minuscule events of our everyday lives. However, that understanding is colored by our human limitations and not supported by Scripture. For God, there are no important events. He does not need to conserve his strength because his power is limitless. His attention is never divided. If the Lord tracks every sparrow, then nothing's too small for his attention. He's often referred to as the Almighty, and we have references for that, and a name which is a name denoting unstricted power and absolute dominion. So finally, uh, GodQuestions.org says this, citing coincidence is how we humans explain, which is very much what you're saying, Dr. B, unexpected events and surprise meetings. But just because we are taken by surprise does not mean that God is, assuming, of course, that you believe there is a God. So let me let me go back to the question that you asked me very briefly and then uh, give you a chance to, to take this further. Some examples of coincidence in the Bible include uh, Joseph taking food to his brothers in the field, tending flocks at his father's request and ending up being second in command in Egypt under Pharaoh. Here's another one. Rebecca being the first woman coming to the well to fetch water and ending up meeting Abraham's servant who had been sent to find a wife for Abraham's son Isaac. In fact, Abraham's servant had prayed that this wife he was to find for Isaac would offer not only water to him, but also to his camels. She did. Uh, here's another one. Ruth, who, uh, who after losing her husband, went to live with Naomi, her mother-in-law, who told her to go to the fields and gather the gleanings of wheat, and there she caught the attention of Boaz. Afterwards, they married, and Ruth became very, very important in the whole lineage of Christ. She had a son, which continued the lineage that eventually gave us Christ. Two, two more quick ones. Esther, the Israelite, who became queen for such a time as this, and ended up saving her people, assisted by her uncle Mordecai, when Haman had plotted to kill all the Israelites. And then finally, David, by obeying the request to take food to his brothers who were in battle, ended up fighting Goliath, defeating the Philistines, and giving the Israelites a victory over their enemies. He later became the beloved king of Israel and a man after God's own heart. So those are some examples that uh, I believe there's a lot of coincidence in there. I just give the cause of that coincidence to God and his plan, his care for individuals, his care for a nation like Israel, and then also his plan for mankind. Uh, let's just take let's just take one of them, uh, maybe two of them, Ruth and David, uh, two at the end. Sure. Um, Ruth um, was instructed and followed the instructions and met Boaz as a result of following the instructions. Right. Um, the what may, what was the surprising element of that uh, meeting with Boaz? Well, I think what was surprising to me is you know if you say to me, Ken, uh, go go to downtown Toronto today, take the subway, go downtown Toronto, and at three o'clock you're going to meet such and such a person and do what he tells you. Um, I'm going to sit here and say. You know, Doctor B, you're you're you are quite good. You're quite uh, well known, but I'm not so sure that that's going to happen unless you have pre-talked to that person that I'm going to meet and tell him to meet me there. 
Ruth, uh, Naomi had not done that, Naomi, to our knowledge. Now, Naomi had uh, had observed things, knows where Boaz might be, and she he's not always there every day. He's the boss. He doesn't have to be there every day. So she sends him, says, you're going to meet somebody there, do what he says, and uh, or stick by him. That, to me, is surprising that it actually happened. And how do you think Naomi got the message to be able to tell Ruth to do what he says? Well, um, one, I could give you a couple of answers there, if I may. One is Naomi is a loving mother-in-law. So Naomi cares for the welfare of her bereaved daughter-in-law who's just lost her husband and needs to provide for herself and the rest of the family. So she's always looking out for things. So she's got her antenna up. There's no doubt about that. There's a natural human element to this. Um, but I also believe that uh, Naomi may have been close uh, to her relationship or to a communication with who she believed to be God and may have gotten that insight put into her by a spiritual being such as God. And this this raises a, a vital question to me. Um, a lot of people um, say that God is speaking to them. Yes. Some of them, um, I could say, are wrong um, or are misinformed um, or maybe not. Um, that, because some of the uh, outrageous things that people who say God is speaking through them, uh, people say, seems like they would not be from God. So if you can, it, it, first of all, uh, do you think that any time someone says God is speaking to me, they're accurate? Um, I can boldly say they are not always accurate. And I, and I have ways, I think every Christian has to, you know, some of our own problems are, are, are from within our own faith group because people do say stuff like that. So every Christian is given, uh, if he asks for it, every believer, it doesn't have to be a Christian, uh, a Jew could have the same thing. Every believer who asks of God gets wisdom and discretion and is given certain principles by which to ascertain the accuracy of what another person says, who claims to be a Christian or a believer, etc. So some of those would include the fact that um, God does not change. That's number one. Number two, that God does not contradict himself. There is an explanation if we think he contradicts himself. Number three, that he will never say anything contrary to what we believe is his holy word, the scriptures, both Old and New Testament. Uh, and unless the New Testament has spoken about some aspect of the Old Testament that has changed because of the New Testament. Uh, so all those things come into play. And then there are certain principles that God is love, um, that God that we are to take care of widows and orphans and, and various principles like that, um, that if all those don't match up, then that statement from God is not a statement from God. It's a statement from yourself or it's a statement from uh, other powers, uh, maybe perhaps evil powers that uh, are, are present that are trying to guide you away from God. That's a great list because um, it's 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 bothered me uh, regularly when I hear people say they're speaking from for from God that God is speaking to them, and it just doesn't sound right. But I don't have a list 
of the things that you just made. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later about what to do with it. But I think that's a very important thing for um, other people to know who maybe aren't so deeply into Christianity the way you are, to be able to see how uh, deeply religious people like you can make the distinctions. Because I'm interested in helping people listen to their own intuitive voices, to be able to make distinctions among and between the voices from inside that uh, are beneficial, that are positive, that are potentially accurate, the way uh, Naomi was able to, and those that are not, those that are telling us to do something that is more from more evil, more from our own neurotic position. And mm -hmm. making that state, making that clarity is a vital as vital importance. And uh, so I'm going to get that list from you uh, sometime okay. after we're finished. Okay. I, I, I also want to, I also wanted to add that, you know, there, there's a couple of other things. One other thing that comes to mind right away is that uh, God has given us a conscience. And, and I know when I go to do something, I, I can't be hearing God saying something contrary to the conscience that he has put in me. So if he says, you know what, hurt that child because you need to do that in order to save the mother. Um, that goes contrary to my conscience about life, about little children, about everything. And uh, so, so our conscience and the, the way that we have learned to listen to what God has said in our hearts also is an indicator of whether someone's telling what God has told them or not. Well, that's that's to do it from within inside using your own yes. moral structure. Yes. It's it's when there are other people are going around saying God told me to tell you this, or yes. God told me this is right that I have some problems. But we're coming near the end of this segment. Uh, this has been very very enlightening, and we'll continue with this and and on to some more. Great. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net.
Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back to Connecting with Coincidence, the only radio show in the world dedicated to discussion of meaningful coincidences. Our guest today is Ken Godevinus, um, a, a religious scholar who is very interested in putting together religion and coincidences, and it's, it's delightful to have you here, Ken. Thank you. Good to be here. And what I'd like to be able to do in our last segment is to... Um, Start with one other story uh, from the Bible uh, that you can tell us that illustrates uh, coincidences, and let's get into discussing it after you present it. Okay, let me give you one or two quick ones that I haven't mentioned up to now. One is, and they're both from the New Testament. In the New Testament, we have the stories involving Mary and Joseph having to travel to Bethlehem to be taxed and enumerated for Jesus to be born there in accordance with the prophecy of the Old Testament. Now, was that all a coincidence? 
or was that God ordained somehow, God, uh, God controlled, God uh, instituted, whatever you would like to say. So that's a, that's a pretty big one for me, Mary and Joseph. And, and uh, God instituted the, the coincidence. Please summarize that coincidence again, please. Well, the coincidence is that they would actually, the Old Testament hundreds of years earlier predicted that the Messiah would be born, the Christian Messiah, uh, the Messiah for the whole world, as a matter of fact, would be born in Jerusalem, in, in a, I'm sorry, in Bethlehem, a, a town that was uh, rejected and neglected by so many others, and yet he would be born there. And so here we have Joseph having to travel back to Bethlehem at the right time when his wife was pregnant to have this child so that it would be born in Bethlehem. And that fulfilled the prophecy. That fulfilled the prophecy. Uh, but again, if there is no prophecy and there is no God, all these things, that was just writing that somebody wrote two, 300 years earlier or longer, and now we have it coming true. That's a coincidence. Is it just okay. a coincidence or is it more? Let me give you one other one. There's the story, as, as many of us know, of the Ethiopian eunuch who was reading the scriptures in his chariot and needed someone to interpret them, and Philip shows up. Um, that one is interesting because we clearly see God's hand in it as Philip was instructed to go there. Instructed by whom? Instructed by God to go there, or by the Holy now, Spirit to go there. Now, let, let, let's stop at that moment, because okay. I've had this question um, uh, with, with Moses um, not being able to go into the uh, land of Israel. Um, right. Uh, and the conversations he had with God around the burning bush. Yeah. And, and I've asked um, rabbis and others, how is it that that communication took place? One of the problems we have with consciousness uh, studies is the relationship between mind and brain. How does a, a thought in my mind manifest itself in, the, in my brain as a neurochemical impulse? Where is the gap um, bridged between mind and brain? And I ask the same question about how that gap is bridged uh, between God and my ability to hear that voice and speak it. And, I, and I, I can't remember if it was earlier in one of our segments where we talked about uh, God speaking inside us, uh, sort of in our conscious, in our heart, in our feelings. Um, I have to believe if I, if I dedicate myself to this creator, that he has control not only of the electrical impulses in my brains, he also controls my emotions and my feelings and the messages that I receive in my heart and in my conscience, which is all tied into mind. I am not the psychiatrist that you are, so I can't put it all together as nicely as you would like. But I think you have to accept, uh, if I were one of your patients, you'd have to accept, hey, this is really, really coming to me from God, or the Spirit is leading me in this way. And here's how I check it out, Dr. B. I check it out with some of the other things I mentioned earlier. I yes. check it out against his word. I check it out against what uh, I've been taught for years, and checks, and which in turn checks out with his words. I check it out that it operates under the principles of love. I check it out that it operates uh, under the wisdom of my godly advisors, my godly uh, mentors, whether they be pastors or parents or others. Uh, so when all of those come together, I say, you know what? I can't ignore this. 
This yeah, is what and, and, that, and, that, and that list is very important. And uh, we did go over that before. My question is almost unanswerable. It's how the bridge, uh, how the voice of God or the impulse of God is is transmitted to me. And yeah. what I think you're saying, and we can leave this now, is the way it happens for you and others is by giving yourself up to God and allowing God somehow and not taking control yourself, but allowing God to maneuver your thoughts and your feelings. Right. Uh, let me give you an example. I was in church this morning. There was a, a request for some help with the great famine that is going on right now in Africa. And uh, we got to see a short video. And then on the way to our car, uh, I said to my wife, um, what number do you have in mind? What dollar number do you have in mind? And uh, uh, she said, I want to hear from you first. So I said, well, here's the number that God gave me in my heart today after watching that video. And I told her the number and she said, and, and, and I was being very cautious because you don't want to give a lot more than your wife or partner or spouse would, would want you to because it's a, it's a joint thing for us. And she said, I would like to give at least that. In fact, I think we could double it. And I just said, hallelujah. Is that what God told you? Yes. There we go. So is that a coincidence? I mean, I don't know. I mean, those well, are. The I, th I thank you for that description. Um, there's more to talk about there. Certainly, a lot more. But let's go to uh, the book review uh, you you were so yeah. kind to have done uh, on my book, Connecting with Coincidence. Yeah. And please run down some of the places that we are similar and different. Well, we're similar in a lot of ways in the fact that uh, we do both uh, believe there are interesting, corresponding things that take place around the world. They've been doing that throughout history. They continue to do so. And I think you pointed out very well how they're done um, at the global level, things that involve entire continents, if not the whole world, certainly nations. Um, but there are also things that you pointed out uh, take place in terms of coincidences just in the lives of individuals or in one or two people, uh, two people in love or two people that are siblings that have been looking for each other or care for each other. So we certainly agree with that. We also agree uh, that these events, as you say, one of the options is that these events could be caused by a God mystery. And I did, I did um, remark as I was going through the book, I said, it's amazing that the author has put a, you know, I understand that he's put a capital G on God, but he also put a capital M on mystery, and I, I wondered about that. That was a pleasant surprise. But yes, it is a God mystery. Uh, the Bible itself talks about his mysterious ways, and there is a mystery that, that he has been involved in because of his love for his people. And then thirdly, both of us see the potential danger of attributing false or negative significance to some of the coincidences that we come across or we hear about. And I particularly liked your reference to, to that negative influence on co of coincidences with respect to what we believe to be an upcoming romance. Um, and yes, coincidences play a role, as you say, but shouldn't be the only thing we go by. They should not be our deciders in chief as to who I should marry or who I should uh, make my partner. And um, that's great advice. That's great advice for, for you and I, but it's also great advice for our children and grandchildren. Yes. I think our, our differences have to be in what um, what in your case or whom in my case, because I, I, I attribute all this to God. You attribute it to, to a lot of um, 
um, neurological things going on in our bodies and in our minds and brains in particular. So our differences may be what the source of these coincidences are and what we contribute them to. And that's an interesting word, attribute these coincidences to. There may well be, and I think this is interesting, there may well be coincidences outside of what I call the God mystery. So I will let, I'll give you that, I'll grant you that. But I think for the believer, what's more important is, do we attribute those to the right entity? And, and for me, it's more important that I attribute the coincidences that make a difference in my life, where I can clearly see God's hand at work in my life, directing me down Avenue A rather than Avenue B at a given point in time. Those are the coincidences I attribute to God. Um, I also think that um, for me to accept your idea of what you call a human GPS would require me to accept that there are, as you suggest, mechanisms, quote, by which energy information is converted into electrical nerve impulses the brain can process into emotion and behavior, unquote. That, that's a far stretch for me, Dr. B, because each of those words in that statement requires uh, quite a leap of faith perhaps more so than the faith required to believe simply in a divine creator who remains very much involved with my life and the life of others he has created. And we also find, I think we also part company at the point where you believe we emerged, or at least you indicated that, that we emerged possibly from a primordial soup made of perhaps electrical energy, informational molecules, or a psychosphere leading to what you called one mind of consciousness. And, and another way of perhaps saying that one mind of consciousness is eventually it leads us to the idea that I am God and you are God and everybody else is God. And along with Shirley McLean, we're all happy little gods and we've arrived. And yes. that's hard for me to, uh, to accept. I am well, not that's a that's a caricature, and that's part of an interesting discussion we can have sometime uh, about uh, God within us as well as without outside of us. So we're coming to the end of this great program, this great discussion with you, Ken. I, I, I'm just so impressed with the deep confidence you have in the way you explain coincidences. Thank you for being on the program. My pleasure. Anytime.